knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings, everybody, and welcome to the Ansem Report Podcast! This is episode number 134 in the longest-running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world, in the universe, in the galaxy. Wherever you may be, this is the longest-running, I promise. Other world lines, you might wake up and no one knows that who you are, but when you do, the Ansem Report Podcast will still fucking be there delivering yeah. Kingdom Hearts content. Yeah, you might wake up in a reality where Sora isn't in Smash... But we would still be the longest running podcast. Yes. Kingdom Hearts. And we'd be like, man, it's so fucked up Jonesy from Fortnite got in and not right. so But lucky for you and me listening to this podcast. Well, we're not listening, but lucky for you and me and the people listening to this podcast. <laughs> Sora is in Smash. We're in the best timeline. Yes. Before we get to talking about Sora and Smash, because we have played him. We have touched Touched our controllers to his consciousness and controlled him. We have, we have touched him. I was like, no, I haven't. We, we I haven't can't say him. that I have. I'm Mike, and with me as always is my brother Jason, if you weren't aware. I mean, it's fucking episode 134. Like, get it, get it together here. <laughs> uh, we just want to say we had uh, yesterday, our time, two days ago when this podcast released, we had our first ever Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts 3 relay speedrun race. Yes. Against Yami Entity and Tatsumaki. And, and it, it was, was balling. It was a lot of fun. We unfortunately did not win. We didn't, dude. We we had we had some unfortunate ass runs mm-hmm. to the point where people who have been speedrunning the game for months and months and especially months, in your case, yeah, were seeing shit that had never happened yeah. before, right. ever. Right. It's just unfortunate. It was, and I don't want to get stars the nitty, had to align of it, but basically, <laughs> Yam's game crashed at one point. Yeah, there was a lot of unfortunate ass uh, shit. Xehanort's a bastard you know there's a lot of reasons yeah, but yeah. we had fun and it was a good ass a ton of you turned out um, and thank were super you. supportive and super cool and so I want to thank a few people here first of all I want to thank Jason for, for, You're being, welcome. for being my ride or die <laughs> no matter what dude Running, learning KH2 in a short amount of time and getting as good as he got so we stood a chance there because Yam's a hell of a runner Yeah, yeah. I want to thank Yam and Tatsu for being the classiest Best competitors we could have asked for. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Tatsu really pushed me to get an even better time in the game than than I'd previously gotten, and I don't know if I would have hit the grindstone as hard without him. And I, we've said that previously, but right, right. Um, it, it was a lot of fun to race against two guys who were like, it, well, it didn't get like toxically competitive. No, yeah, it, it didn't get weird, you know. Like, and I'm no, very thankful yeah. for that because they're they're both two very cool dudes. Well, and also another special thanks to Yam because he just fucked his entire sleep schedule just yeah, to just true. to do this with Yam, us Yam uh, uh, is Finnish so he, he doesn't live in near our time zone Tatsu's in the same time zone as us so he was the odd man out in that regard and he's like you know I'll just stay up I don't care right he was so, like I will I will pre-mess up my schedule right <laughs> luckily Soren Smash came out so he had a reason yeah, to stay he had up an all easy night. way yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I also want to thank our good friend and we thank him I mean you could probably there are probably more episodes where we thank this guy than there are not yeah true but Water KH again Water Kingdom Hearts dude uh, helped us figure out a way to stream both games at the same time with minimal uh, um, delay minimal delay and it was very awesome and it was um, so cool it was very cool and it's because he helped us out yeah there even when he was explaining to me how to do it, I'm like, Water, can you say this in baby talk, dude? Because right. I have no idea what you're saying. Say it like I'm three. Say it. And then say it like I'm two. Say it like I'm three and I have, like, some kind of, like, brain damage or something. Like, to- <laughs> like and I wasn't listening. Yeah. And, I, and, and I have ADD. Uh, but, yes, thank you to Water. Uh, you guys should go. Uh, drop some money at him at his Patreon. Yes, you're feeling, support you're this man. Generous because he deserves support it. Support this man. He's working on so many different Kingdom Hearts mod things, and I, you know, I don't. I give him credit all the time, but I still don't think it's enough. Credit. It's not enough. It's, it's not, not enough. enough. So, uh, shout outs to him. Uh, shout outs to our moderators on Twitch. Yes, Tyler Tyler Rims, Sean underscore AFK, Preferred Whale Six, Orpheus Joshua, Corn was there Diana. too. Wildcat Diana. <laughs> Corn was there too. Corn was there too. Dom. Oh I don't God. know if Dom was there. Shout out to Dom. He was there. Dom. Tara. Tara. Yeah. You know, our Me. mods. 
Jason, you. me, <laughs> uh, APK. Yes. She was not there, but shout that's okay. APK. I hope you're doing good, yeah, APK. Shout out to APK. Uh, but shout out to our mods. Uh, you know, with with a viewership like we had for that race, chats can get a little rowdy, and our mods did a really good job of holding people in line. And, um, yeah. That's just people one of the that were like being fucking too. weird. <laughs> they helped out with. And it wasn't yeah. just one person. It was numerous amounts of people that were being a little weird. But... Tyler and Sean and all those guys really uh, stepped up they and did a great job. They took care of it for us, they dude. They made they it so we... It was just a great time. Yeah. And then finally, I want to thank everybody who either... Oh, no, wait, wait, one more before I do that. Mm. Alks. Shout out yes. to our boy, Alks thank Big you, Boy, Alks. who made us that sick art yeah. and then allowed us to use the different pieces of it in the stream layout, which I think really helped um, make that stream pop Creatively. without webcams and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Really, really uh, identified, Hey, who's who and what's going on there. So that was really yeah. cool and helpful. Yeah. So Alex go commission the the young lad. He's, 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 he's quick juiced. turnaround time and he's juiced and he just does everything so well. Get him while his commissions are open. Yeah. Cause soon they ain't going to be, cause we're going to fill them. Uh, <laughs> and then finally to anybody who watched, lurked, chatted mm, 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 subbed mm, followed mm, raided mm, tweeted about it on twitter mm, pulled out a hashtag uh team spike getty bros yep yep yep, uh, yep. anything anything yes. you guys did to spread the word or to be there uh thank you so 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 much it was such yes. a pleasure and such a fun time and we're gonna do it again and um hashtag team spike getty bros for life we're gonna come back and we're gonna beat yes. those fuckers dude literally last night i was like chilling talking with talking with the boys I was like, I kind of want to run right yeah, now. Dude. <laughs> and for, for you to, I think there was one point during the race, I said, this is the last time you'll see you are, Jason. You are watching the last <laughs> one that Jason had, will ever do. Well, I, I think it's I had so much stuff happen. I was so sad. Well, and what I want to say too, is like, it honestly reminded me of that charity stream when you ran KH3 for the last time. Yeah. And you were like, I'm never doing this again. It had, you had some of that energy going. So yeah. I was a little worried. But that shows a lot of growth in you as a person. Because <laughs> this was even more unfortunate. Like, the KH3 thing, I just don't think you practiced enough. No, and, yeah, yeah. and then you were frustrated with that. This was like, you were getting griefed by the game. Right. And you were mad about it. And you still were like, you know what? I think I'm going to run some more. So yeah. Hey, like Last night, I was, like, you. I was like, shit. I was kind of scratching my neck. I was like, I might need to run. Yeah, dude, I looked at my PS5 for a minute, and I was like, hmm. do I turn it on? And I was like, no, you know what? I'm not going to run again until we come back from our cruise. Right. At least. Um, speaking of that, before again we move on to the main beef of the podcast, which is our boy Soren Smash. Yes. Next week, because Jason and Tara and I will be going on the SS Neverender, the Coheed and Cambria cruise to the Bahamas. There will not be a podcast next week. There will not be an Ansem Report podcast next week. However, and Jason doesn't know this, <gasps> I'm not going to reveal what it is. But I've been workshopping a new podcast. It's not CBT. I want to say that right now. Tara and I are going to be recording CBT soon. But this is not CBT. So people don't get their hopes up for that. I've been workshopping a podcast with someone. And we are going next week. Not CBT. I'm gonna, we're going to put up the first episode of this podcast on the Ansem Report podcast feed. So you guys can get a little taste of it. And then when the next, pod, when the next Ansem Report comes out, when we come back, I'm going to get rid of it. And then it will go up on its own feed at a later date. But um, hmm. it's it's me and Sean. That's all I'll say right hmm. now. Sean, I know Sean. Too many podcasts, Sean. But <laughs> uh, it's an idea I had, and I kind of went to him and said, "Hey, I want to do this." So look forward to that. It will be there'll be a preview of it. Um, it will be the whole episode. I'm not just gonna like. I'm not gonna you know cock tease you guys. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna go. Here's a little bit of it. No, it's gonna be the whole episode. Then that when we do debut that podcast, both episode the first two episodes will post. So that way, mm. if you already listened to the first episode on our feed, you can skip it on the new feed because there won't really be anything different. So look forward to that. But there will be no streams next week. There will be no Ansem Report podcast. And then, uh, but we might be posting some pictures and we'll the definitely Discord. on the Discord. Please join the Discord if you haven't already. We'll be posting some sick Coheed and Cambria pictures. We wow, get a picture nice. with them. Yeah, I did. I did see. I got an email about yep. that. I didn't realize we did, but because we held our tickets over a year, we get a free picture with them. So that's fucking dope. So we'll post that picture of me, Tara, and Jason throwing. Maybe, dude, what should we get them to do with us? We should get them to throw up like, like gang signs or something. Mm, gang signs, yeah. of course. What we're known for. Yes, gang signs. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll. Uh, 
Maybe we'll get them to all do the Sora jump with one arm in the air. <laughs> that, that, like, that, that sounds like Mario to me. I know, but <laughs> but we can explain it to them that way. But it's like we're all getting in the uh, the splash, the splash mountain, or not the splash mountain, the uh, splash run. Mm. Like, woo, we all just, cause that's what Sora, Donald, and Goofy do. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure something out. You guys will see the picture. It'll be yeah. Dope. Anyway, let's talk about our boy, Sora. In Smash. Hell yeah, dude. We downloaded them. There's Holy a, there's a yeah. stream Tuesday night when we got them. And let me tell you, he feels good. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. They did him well. They did him right. Uh, as far as the character goes, there's nothing I'm like, oh, I wish they would have done that. Like, it's all like, yeah, yeah. just really well done. Um, everything feels, I mean... He's not like the the most powerful smasher on the yeah, roster. Yeah. Like he's not sending people flying, but he does have some moves that kill. He he you know, yeah. He he builds up damage very fast. He racks up damage, I should say. Yeah, as far as like how he feels like competitively, I definitely feel like he probably has some problems with killing. Um, but he can rack up the damage, dude, and it's just fun. Like it feels good. The combos are great. One thing that was a bit weird that I had to get used to, because it's like it's, it's literally Sora in Smash, right? So like normally, like you jump, you do an aerial, and then like you have to like wait a second because there's like hit lag, right? Mm-hmm. Well, with his jump aerial, you have to like go like his normal like three hit combo, like hit yep. hit hit, right? And it just was something to really get used to because for me when i do my aerials i use a stick mm-hmm. i use the stick in midair so that i can have like a forward or right up or so whatever it's tough I to want. hit 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 with that stick yeah so it was like it took some like getting used to it. i have to like you move the like stick like right 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 like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was kind of weird but mm-hmm. uh, really cool he feels great his specials feel good his yeah. his guard is really cool without being like one of those overpowered baby yeah. easy just hit the button yeah. guards, you know? But when you do hit, it's very satisfying because he fucking rocks some yeah. people, you know? It is strong. He rocks people. Uh the magic's really cool. I like that yeah. you can spam the fire. Um you the can't jump jump magic feels good too. Yeah. I was worried that it would feel like really like you're kind of like stuck. Mm-hmm. But no, it it feels really good. Yep. Um and and the thunders actually, I'm really impressed with the thunder. I think the thunder's really cool. Yeah. Um. It, it has some spacing elements to it. Like it's not just yeah. oh they're right in front of you, thunder, and it can it can kill. I killed you yeah. a couple times with it. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, Sora is light, but I mean, right? You were Sora, but yeah, still like that. It, it's good. And then the Blizzard's cool, and I love that. Something that's underrated about Smash is they take whatever like character stuff from the game, and they like kind of morph it into the Smash laws and logic. Right. Right. So like. They didn't come up with like a brand new freeze animation when you freeze somebody. It's just the exact same freeze animation as when you use like the little icicle thing, right? From, from uh, ice climbers, and I just think that's so funny and cool. Like, yeah, like and they are they're always with everybody. They do that, like the fires and everything. It's like it's just really cool how they how they do that. It, is dumb. Um, it has its own it has its own laws of of the of its own universe, you know. And I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Um, Sonic Blade broken is broken <laughs> i mean it's still it's not completely uncounterable yeah you can there's windows in between each yep. like because it's like the hit 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 like in between there's like a, a pretty decent window where you can but if you get somebody. hit by the first one it's pretty tough it depends on who you're playing yeah. for sure yeah like it's some pre- some people might have like a neutral air they could like mash yeah. out or something yeah. or but a lot of times you will get hit by two or three if you get hit and then his his up his up special is similar to Link's but or Donkey Kong's but not as powerful. It's not as wide of a, a yeah a hit radius, and it doesn't like Link's can rock some people if you yeah. catch them in it. Where it, well, is, it doesn't feel like it has as much as like a tornado effect, like where it like sucks them in. Yeah, true. As like as like Link's, so like the last hit on it that has, does a lot of damage and can kill and like send people mm. flying. It's not as consistent to get. For like, sure, you, they can. You can hit them with most of it, and then sometimes they'll fall out of the last hit. Yeah. Um, and just they just you could tell they just took great care with this character. Yeah. Everything he does uh, feels like Smash, or feels like Kingdom Hearts in Smash. Yeah. And 
it, it, it I, I just, I, I love the time we had playing. The only like asterisks on that is that fucking online sucks, man. Yeah. Like yeah. we played a bunch of online with you guys and we had fun, but then when you and I afterwards we were like, I was like, dude, we got to do a couple more one V ones before we end the stream. Yeah, well, <laughs> and it just feels so much better. We played 1v1s first because neither of us had played Smash since fucking Sephiroth had right, been out. Right. And then, so we're rusty as fuck. We fucking suck. And then we played a bunch of th- with everybody online and kind of like that guy got the rust off. Mm-hmm. And then, so when we were doing 1v1s after, it was a lot better. Oh, yeah. And going from online to, uh, to regular. Yeah you feel like you're so much better at the yeah, game because sure. it's not a fucking 10 second delay for each input. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it, and it, it was a lot of fun even doing like doing the online was fun, but even more fun was doing one V ones with you. Cause you and I used to do that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. On like smash for the Wii and smash for the Wii U. And we just both pick link and we just be like, dodge, 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 yeah, <laughs> like yeah. doing all that shit. It just really brings it down to the basics. Cause everyone has this, cause like we would both have the exact same, kit you know and right it's just more about who was using it better well and i, I look like okay i know we like fun. we make fun of like smash players for being smelly and whatever but like <laughs> like i love saying, who has showered the least yeah. find out now like <laughs> i i love the four player items on yeah. stage stuff chaos but i also love the fox v fox final destination, final destination no, no items, items like bro. both of those are valid to me like yeah. they're both fun ways to they're play they're both necessary as well like if smash bros didn't have if you weren't allowed to turn off items if you weren't allowed to turn on items right. it would be completely right. fucked right they're both necessary and like if there were like say there were four of us sitting in this room right now playing smash i don't know that Final destination with no items is the way to do it, no, right? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of lame. I think, uh, yeah, it really just depends, right? Yeah. Where like you play with items or whatever, and then you know, maybe some people want to turn off items for a minute. It's just like it's just nice where it's like things funny, 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 funny ass things can happen yeah. when you have items, yeah, for sure. That would just be people sweating if they didn't exist, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It definitely becomes like, it definitely changes your strategy when fighting. Not that we should be doing a deep dive on how Smash Brothers works, but like, like if it's just, you know, if there's four of us and there's no items, I'm just like, okay, what's the best way I can attack somebody now? Yeah, yeah. Where if there's items, a Pokeball drops, and I go, I gotta get that Pokeball. Right, right. I gotta get that assist trophy. Like, and it, it, that's just funny to me. It's fun. Well, and we were we were flaming the hell out of Tyler because a lot of his play style when we're playing with like four people is he'll just like chill. Right. And like let each other and let everyone kill each other. Right. And but like when items were on, I didn't really like see that a lot. It kind of just brings everybody to a centralized location because well, people want those items. Because I don't. Yeah. Items are powerful and. Tyler just sitting there, he's gonna get hit by a Pokeball or by a right. assist trophy or right. uh, so he's gotta get him. A built like fucking cannon or whatever. So he <laughs> has to he has to dive in and do it. So yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I I really had a fun time playing with Sora. Hollow Bastion is such a cool it's level. So cool. Um all the, the different music was so great to hear. Yep. And the way it just transforms into someone random someone station of awakening is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um I like the translucent part of like the underneath. Yep. Because, like, a lot of times on, like, Battlefield-like stages, when, like, somebody is, like, under the stage, like, if they're if they're recovering from way down low, it can, like, block a lot of the screen mm-hmm. type thing. But because it's, like, transparent, yeah. you can see pretty well. And also, you can, it makes it so you can always see the Station Awakening in the background, yeah. too. So, it's cool, too. For sure. Uh, we did this classic mode. It was fun. It was cool. Uh Love the stamina battle thing with him. Yep. Uh, The ching ching at the end. We were were a little perplexed by Sephiroth not being in it, but then I realized it's because he's DLC. If someone doesn't own that DLC, they're not just going to put him in some, like, say, someone who just bought Sora, which, what the fuck's wrong with you? I mean, some people definitely did. Right, I know some people (laughs) did, but, like, enjoy the game, you know what I mean? Uh, But, like, they wouldn't have, if they didn't have Sephiroth, so that's why he wasn't in the classic mode. And I only realized that because I... After we played that night, I was like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna play with some of these other new characters." And I did, um, I did Sephiroth. I know I did one where it was like duos or something. Oh, it was Pyra and Mifra. 
and mm. it was duos and like there wasn't a character that I was like wait why not banjo kazooie what the fuck and then i was like oh it's because they're dlc yeah and i thought i was like oh that's interesting okay that makes sense um but the classic mode is cool a lot of different like dark characters represent heartless they did this thing where they make ganondorf like two uh another third of his size and he's purple and so he's like a, a uh, <laughs> dark side and i thought that was really sick um they did a lot of funny things. And also the, the this, map choices were good too. Like yeah. everyone be like, Oh yo, this is when the destiny islands breaks apart and you're in the air. Yep, and you're yep. killing the dark side in cage one. Well, and, and like, we didn't do this on stream, but I, I did the spirit board mm. for smash afterwards. And it was very interesting. Some of the stuff they did. Yeah. Like they did, um, for she owns, it was three Robins, two male and one female. Mm. And one of them was slightly taller and used fire a lot. Yeah. And then one, of them, <laughs> one of them was, um, I don't remember what he did specifically. He was supposed to be Roxas, obviously. Right. And then it was Robin, was the girl Robin was she owned. Um, they did the the legendary spirit is Roxas, mm. and he is fucking hard. Mm. The it's stamina a battle one v one. It's stamina. Sora in master form or whatever it's called. Ultimate. Ultimate. Yeah, ultimate form. And um, he his like every once in a while his speed and his damage just go up. Uh and he has he starts with a sword so he's in the valor stance so he has oh, two nice, two blades nice. and he doesn't lose it yeah and it was it was fucking and then at one point he recovers hp and you're just like what the fuck he so, he like taunt heals and then right. it, it actually heals him um, <laughs> and he he was tough i finally beat him i think what what did i do to beat him i started with sora and i was doing okay and then i was like this isn't working so then I went to Kazuya because like it'd be funny if I just start punching him, and then I just got fucking wrecked. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It was I did Kazuya's classic mode, and it mm. didn't have um Terry or Ken or no, it had Ken. It didn't have Terry because yeah, he's a, he's he's a fighting now. game. I was like, what the fuck? And it's because he's Delcy. Anyway, um, and then I went to K Rule because K Rule is my boy, and that went even worse. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back to Sora, and then I changed some of the spirits I had mm, okay. where I had more HP to start. Oh, and okay, that gave okay. me the ability to kind of, and then I had another item that drains his HP. Oh, okay. for a short period of time. Okay, so I was okay. like, okay, I just gotta, I just gotta play safe and I'll win. And I did. Nice. But he was nice. tough, dude. Um, I haven't done any of that spirit, spirit board stuff. Yeah, they, it's really cool. I, I went and looked through the other DLC characters just to look at theirs, and it's pretty cool how they do it. You know, like Joker has like, um, you know, the uh, huh, for um, Futaba, Futaba spirit, you fight Squid Girl. Oh, nice. You know what I mean? Nice. Like this, yeah, so they just try to match yeah. the character. Like uh, for Aquas, you fight Lucina, and then Crystal from Star Fox shows up and does a bunch of Blizzard as an assist trophy. Mm, okay, you know, and just just stuff like that. They do little things to try to make it like as cool and as close as possible for these spirits. And I There's just a lot of love put into them. Yeah, dude, it's really cool how they do it. And then you get you get to have those spirits when you go through um when you do the other spirit board stuff or when you do the uh, adventure mode or whatever it's called. Mm. Um. I, I saw an interesting thing where uh Alex I think said he want he was gonna do a uh a adventure mode nuzlocke. Mm. Where if you if a character dies that you've earned, they are gone. You cannot use them. And I was like, that sounds fucking hard. That thing's long as shit. Yeah. And you Especially only now. And you only start with Kirby, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it's like, holy fuck. But anyway, um cool stuff. Sword from Smash. We there's a little bit of like behind the scenes news that came out on this that we should probably talk about where uh in a i think it was a famitsu interview translated they said that um sakurai happened to see a disney executive at an event and inquired about putting sora into smash and if not for that chance meeting it wouldn't have happened against all odds against all odds uh and that's very similar to how kingdom hearts started in the first exactly. place the Square and, and uh, Disney uh, executives in the same building just happened to meet on an elevator and talk about it. Yeah. So uh, very, very cool stuff there. And then also another thing is that they um, originally planned to only do five DLC characters for Fighter Pass 2, mm. just like Fighter Pass 1 was. Right, right. Makes but sense. when it was seeming like they'd already had it planned out, but then things started to get like more friction or not friction, less friction with, with Disney and uh, and Nintendo to get Sora in the game. And then he said, well, fuck it. We'll just add a sixth. Oh yeah. Which Sakurai, man, God bless. Sakurai, God bless dude. Sakurai, dude. Like Nesquik said, I hope 
Sakurai is getting his pee-pee sucked tonight. <laughs> and every night. Like, what a legend, dude. Dude, oh my god. Thank you so much, Sakurai. Yeah, dude, what an absolute legend. And thank you, everybody he... that worked on the game, dude. Holy he knew shit. how much it'd mean to everybody to have Sora in, you know? Yeah. And that's just so cool. So fucking cool. And uh, what a legend. And I don't think we'll ever see anything like Smash ever again. Yeah. I think they're either going to wipe everything for the next Nintendo console and start anew. Mm-hmm. With, it won't be Sakurai. I think that Sakurai's like, I'm done with Smash. This, yeah. is, this is my magnum opus. I'm done. I'm yeah, going to make it's, Kirby it's... games or whatever. <laughs> or yeah. Kid Icarus or whatever he wants to do. <laughs> um, I think they either wipe or they just port this game over and add some new characters like somebody else does yeah and, and maybe up the re- up res the graphics a little bit and yeah hopefully improve the net code jesus please. for the next the next nintendo console uh th- i think those are our two options or we just never see smash brothers ever again i think that one's the least likely because this, yeah this it's such a big ip i mean that'd be like if they're like yeah you know i don't know what else we could do with mario kart so we're never gonna do that again like it's just, <laughs> it just makes way too much money yeah it, it makes no sense to not do it we're just, you know, we're just done with Mario in general. And like, <laughs> and it's like the same thing as like what the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. Like, yeah. I remember just being a kid and I draw and I'd be like, yo, wouldn't it be cool if Mario and Link teamed up? You know right, what I mean? Yeah. And you draw that shit and you go, oh, cool. And then you go, wait, but what if they fought? You know, like, yeah. and like, that. it's just this primal thing, I think, that we have, especially as young young people when we're like yo i want to put these two this i want to put these two things together and make it work i wish they would do it and that's why crossovers and comics are so successful and then uh-huh. obviously in the movies now and yeah and then like something like smash brothers where they've literally combined almost like every important property to exist in video games at least important character in, in one character yeah one character from them yeah yeah and put them in a game i mean i can't you know, there, there's obviously some characters other people would have wanted, you know, like the Crash Bandicoots and the Raymans and the the Master Chiefs of the world. But it's like, yeah, I feel like as far as like fighting games, really, the only thing that's like missing would be like a DBZ character or like or a Mortal like, Kombat. Yeah, but Mortal Kombat that. doesn't that like that doesn't fit. Yeah, like it, it's just too violent, you know, but it. it the spectacle in that is that, yeah, there's just, like, blood and gore. <laughs> right. And you could, like, get away with, like, Scorpion or something or Sub-Zero and just have that, like, oh. I mean, they got away. Snake throws grenades at people. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't have, you just wouldn't be able to make it bloody, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, other than that, as far as fighting games go, I think you're right. I DBZ and, and Mortal Kombat, I, I don't know... If there's an imp- another important fighting game that we're like, that's missing, and somebody will be like Guilty Gear, and I'm like, okay, you. Weeb. And then someone will be like, Yo, what the fuck? What about Brawlhalla? Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> all right, yeah, 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 dude. That that was that was curtains for Rayman, dude. No one even talks about Rayman anymore. Yeah, like, he's in Brawlhalla. He ain't coming to Smash, dude. Yeah, bro. Rayman went to the fucking the the minor leagues, dude. Yeah, he said, see you later. Uh, although Brawlhalla is very fun. Yeah, I don't hey. think that it would it should be in Smash. <laughs> well, and it's there's just... not even like a there's like the main character. It's like Bodvir or something like yeah. that. He's like the the main guy. I think Brahal is fine. It just doesn't feel like Smash to me. No, yeah, it's a different. It's, it's its own thing. Yeah, it's its own thing, which is cool. Very cool. Anyway, any anything else you want to say about Sora and Smash, dude? Mm. I will say the music the music track listening's a little disappointing. I would have liked more than nine songs. A little more or ten songs. Nice, but yeah. I, I, I still love every song that's yeah, on there for I sure. Do. But I would say one thing that a lot of people I, I've said this a couple times, but I feel like a lot of people don't point out this aspect of when new characters are added in. Sora's not annoying to play against either, which is really good. True. If a character's annoying to play against, if they feel unfair or Bayonetta. they like, yeah, yeah. Or, or just like shit where it's like, okay, you have this fucking move that trumps like most of my moves. I have to play around your one move. Like, yeah, he doesn't have that shit. He feels fair. He feels fun. And it's a, just a good, good time for all. Agreed. Agreed. Love Sora and Smash. Thank you, Sakurai. And I also have loved going to other people's streams and just nonstop hearing people say, like, yo, this is the most fun I've had with Smash Bros. 
since it came out type shit. Like right. since Ultimate came out. It's just been a, so much like just good vibes and happiness for yeah, all. Yeah, that's the thing too is like there have been other characters that people have been hyped for and when they come out, but I don't hear anybody like talking about this. Oh, this character is so fun to play. Like even Sephiroth. I, I don't No, oh, yeah. I don't remember people being like, yo, Sephiroth's so fun to play. Like he kind of was just like, uh. yeah, like Banjo people. Oh, Banjo. Uh, Banjo doesn't really feel that fun. To yeah. Play. He's not really that fun to play. Like, Although I Joker, love Banjo. Joker's not really that fun to play. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, it was, like, there's some people who really love to play Joker, but yeah. And, and uh, there are always exceptions to the rules. Yeah. But I don't feel like, and maybe it's because he's a little more simple to open up. Sora is, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. His kit, like you're not. He's like, like Mario. It makes like he makes a lot more sense. Yeah, exactly. He is a lot like Mario, actually. Yeah. Now that you say that, that makes so much sense because like that's what Sora was supposed to be designed as originally as a character to compete with Mario. Yeah. That's what Square wanted. That's what Disney wanted. And then he shakes hands with Mario, and he's a simple, easy to play character. He's got a little more flash in Mario. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Yeah. But he's like he's like a Mario. That's awesome. Like an all rounder. Yeah, love it, dude. It's like it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. Thanks, George Lucas. Anyway, um, we will be playing when we come back from the cruise. We will play Smash again. We had a lot of fun. We're gonna smash it up. Hell maybe, yeah, maybe dude. Maybe we'll do the Nuzlocke, dude. Oh, it's scary. Spooky. That's really scary. Spooky. But we have to play a Sora the moment we get him. Yeah. And if he dies, no, he dies. No. Anyway, we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we are gonna do the question of the week, which is how would you if Nomura decided to tie Smash into the Kingdom Hearts lore? How would you mm. want him to do it? Hell yeah, dude! So we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ansem Report Podcast. It's time for the question of the week. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Afroxis again for, uh, dude, I'm going to say it every week, dude. You're juiced. Juicing. He's juicing up. This question of the week is from our friend Sean underscore AFK. And he says, if you were working at Square Enix and Nomura told you to come up with a way to tie Sora Smash Edition into the story of upcoming Kingdom Hearts games, how would you do it? You can go as big or as small as you want. Nintendo is fully on board in every way. Interesting question from Sean here. SBCat says, I suck at these creative ones, so I'll say he's chasing Yozora around different video games and found his way in Smash and decided to chill for a bit. Hell yeah. He's just chilling. Uh, Pokemon Trainer J says, Sora in Smash is from an alternative timeline. Goes to Smash. Goes through some trials. Is told to return to the final world by a black cloak figure and to save Sora. Finds himself changed by the experience. Oh, no. Gray hair, new clothing, and differently <laughs> colored eyes. Defeats himself to save himself. Wow, Pokemon Trainer J. I like that. He's your Sora. Uh, Littler Bear, also known as Strawberry Mingo, says, Smash would be a data world where a lot of people from different worlds got trapped inside. They find out about it when Cloud is reporting missing and Sora has to go in and figure out what's going on. He gets dragged into the competition. Okay, okay. Angel says, he's just vibing there for a little bit, like the two we gain in Traverse Town. Okay. Just vibing. He's just vibing. I think they're dead, Angel. I don't think they're just I vibing. They, yeah, I think they're dead. I think world they died and Joshua put him there to save them. And, yeah. I don't think that's vibing. It's a dream version of a world. Hmm. Like, I think they're all dead. Yeah, I think they're all dead, Angel. That's not vibing to me. Wildcat Diana says, Sora goes to Smash when sleeping in the pod between Rechain and Cage 2. Explains the different forms and why there is, and please God, never will be mention of this in the canon, because Sora will not remember. Every fight is a memory recovered. Okay. All right. All right. Diana does not want it to tie in. <laughs> Shug says, I forget if this could actually happen given the current lore, but I'm imagining Sora goes to Olympus Coliseum and somehow enters a gateway to Unreality, a.k.a. Video Game Land, where instead of fighting Heartless or FF characters, he has to fight the likes of Mountain Climbers and Mewtwo. <laughs> I believe they're called Ice Climbers. That would be baller. <laughs> Maybe some post-game material in KH4, either that or he makes references to such an adventure and you just actually have to pay, play Smash to experience it. His entering or re-entering for Smash could also be a prologue or epilogue material. True. Hmm. 
Uh, Mark Creation Studio says, Smash is the fever dream he had while in stasis between Chain of Memories and Cage 2. That's a pretty popular opinion. Okay, okay. Uh, Emma Luna says, Sora shifted. Okay. That's it. Perfect. That's yeah. it. He shifted. shifted. He shifted. He shifted. <laughs> His life was in peril, and he shifted. He shifted. D.P. Grant says, Smash Sora is actually Data Sora, who found himself in Grand Central Station, in which Smash Bros. is one of the games. Oh, the white light <laughs> that engulfs Cloud and Sephiroth at the end of Cage, at their fight in Cage 2, was actually Master Hand, grabbing them at the speed of light. Oh, my God. Similar to how there is a Data version of Sir with a white coat, Master Hand is the disembodied hand of a white coat Master of Masters who was created when a digital copy of the Master's homeworld was made to protect the hearts of his comrades. This wow. is too Tenhead. This wow. is too Tenhead. D.P. Grant just... I was going to say, yeah, who said this, dude? They're 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 a menace. D- they're a menace? D.P. They're, Grant went... They're a menace, dude. They, they're too smart. Uh, Billy the Kid Lawrence says, Phil, who talks, damn it, becomes bored with the Olympian games <laughs> and branches out to other worlds. He stumbles across Game Central Station. Not Grand D.P. Grant. Haha, this ain't New York. He establishes a new policy <laughs> Did he say of- Grand Central? Did he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> I didn't even blink. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. I, I just read it. I just read it. E- even though when someone said mountain climbers, I was like, um, they're ice climbers. Yeah, mountain climbers are a really annoying workout. Yeah, that's true. They are. <laughs> I was just going to say that's them in the spring. Yeah. Mountain yeah, climbers. Mountain climbers. He establishes New Coliseum where characters from all over the arcade and various other worlds are encouraged and invited to take part. A mini tournament arc takes place in a numbered cage title with many various characters that play in said tournament and a big mid-game event with huge leaps forward in the story. This new Coliseum would be akin to Smash Bros. making an appearance in Cage, if not direct, directly referencing Smash, with many of the characters that could appear in cameos or fights. I imagine a mix of original Cage characters, Final Fantasy characters, Disney characters, and maybe some potentially cool secret bosses like fucking Mario. Winner of the tournament gets a date with Aqua. Mommy. Mommy. We were waiting for the mommy, dude. <laughs> we, were, we were waiting with bated breath for yeah. the mommy. <laughs> uh, Marxion. Well, it all started when Yozora froze Sora. Sora again went into a big sleep, darkness, only darkness. Mm. But then a light and a keyhole appeared, and Sora flew to the keyhole, and in he went. And the other side, 88 or something statues came to life, and they all cheered for Sora. And when he came down, a man with a redhead. When he came down, a man with a redhead greeted him. Let's go. And the complete story of the world of light happened. After and after that, Sephiroth came down, and well, the most beautiful fanfic fight starts. Cloud and Sora versus Sephiroth. Beautiful. I like it. Beautiful. Sirius Black says, So I had two different versions of how I wanted to answer this question a week based on a secret episode ending not case for mind, but the answer would have been way too long, so here's only one version. I would see a scenario where the bad ending to case for mind secret episode is canon. Right. The story goes that Sora loses the Ozora. Sora got FF13 crystallized after his battle and disappeared. However, Sora's Keyblade does not. Meanwhile, Riku arrives in Quadrado. Riku and all of his surroundings begin to look around the city. In the distance, he sees a bright light on top of a building and immediately rushes over, hoping to find Sora. Upon Riku's arrival, he discovers the bright light is fading away, but it reveals Sora's Keyblade. Riku picks up the Keyblade and returns back to the final world where he runs into Chirithi. After some dialogue, Chirithi learns that Riku is searching for Sora and he has his Keyblade. Chirithi also explains to Riku why Sora disappeared and he is no longer of this world. Chirithi does explain that it's possible the Keyblade can lead itself back to Sora, but Riku has to believe in his heart that the Keyblade will find Sora again, for only the Keyblade can save Sora now. Riku, initially puzzled by the comment, thinks to himself what that could mean. Next thing you know, Riku gets the idea to use his car key Keyblade to open a portal and he throws Sora's Keyblade through it. Chirithi is oddly confused by the action. The Keyblade then arrives in the world of Smash, where darkness is taken over and light is fading from everyone except for Mario. The rest is history. Mario grabs the last light and transforms Sora's Keyblade, pulling Sora from his sleep and into the world of Smash. Sora must now team up with heroes and villains of Smash to defeat the darkness, the darkness named Galheem Darkron. That's the name of that thing, isn't it? Mm. I forgot. That's, I like that. That's Dude, that's ten head as fuck. That's also like similar to what I was thinking. Yeah? Yeah, I was like, it, it's like when he's crystallized, because it's like, it makes more sense as far as, because he has bits and pieces of, like, and all the skins from all the different games, but yep. in his kit, it's a bunch of different, like it's Cage One, Cage Two, Cage right. Three, Sora, DDD, Sora, like that type of shit. And uh, it would make more sense, like if I was gonna throw it into the canon, that it would be like after Cage Three. Right. Right. Agreed. Sean says, since this is my question, I decided to go all out. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. No journey that Sora ever goes on is simple and clean, and this is no different. 
The game being announced next year is actually the Sora for Smash tie-in game releasing on Switch. <laughs> After Sora loses to Yozora in the secret episode of Remind, he finds himself floating through what, through that door and saving the Smash Fighters. It's revealed that this is all a plot by Ragu, who is trying to use, who is trying to gather an army for the Master Masters by using different characters Ragu. from Smash. Sora and Mario team up to free the different Smash characters from Ragu's control and build up their team with Link and Samus. They finally find Ragu with the last fighter under, under his control, Ryu. After defeating Ragu, <laughs> the foreteller uses his keyblade to open a portal using Ryu's heart and Sora chases after them. They end up in a place closely tied to Ryu's heart. Fortnite. <laughs> Sora chases Ragu across the island as the circle closes in on them and gathers a new team, including, of course, Rick Grimes and Chun-Li, who's searching for Ryu since he disappeared into Smash. They finally confront Ragu, and even though everything looks bad, Sora hears a voice whisper to him, Survive. A figure in a dark cloak appears and helps turn the tide of the fight. Ragu escapes again, this time trying to use Sora's heart as a portal, but accidentally using Kelsier. Sora and Kelsier follow through as the circle closes around them. They chase Ragu across Scadrial through Shades Mar and rush into Roshar. Man, this motherfucker really just be naming places like he's Tolkien, dude. Bro. Scadrial, Shades Mar, and Roshar. I can't believe. Sora and Kelsier face off against Ragu for the this last time here and are about to lose sport. when Kaladin joins the fight to help. They defeat Ragu, who tells him that the rest of the foretellers and the Master Masters are hiding in Quadratum. Sora says goodbye to Kelsier and Kaladin, and before he leaves, gives them his smash letter so they can take his place as he departs back into the main cage story. It ends with a splash screen for Kelsier and Kaladin joining the battle as they arrive in Smash and then hard cuts to reconnect Kingdom Hearts, Smilers. Also, the secret ending is Demix cornering Yozora, Yozora on the streets of Quadratum and beating him to death with his sitar. Smilers, smilers, smilers. <laughs> okay. That's canon. Oh, I can't believe, I can't believe this. I this like, was all, we were set up. Dude. Sean had this in mind when he suggested dude, these questions. He did, dude, he did. Just like Nomura. We were set up. <laughs> Bro, what the hell? He said, okay, Sora is in Smash. Who's in Smash? Ryu. What other game is Ryu? Fortnite. Who, Who else, else is in Fortnite? Fortnite? Pissborn characters. Pissborn. Bring him to Pissborn. That's Alex. how you get Pissborn characters into Smash. Alex says he's so tired as he's writing this, so have fun reading it. Have the Smash characters end up in Quadratum instead of some dumbass Final Fantasy characters, and then give Sora a Smash-themed Keyblade. Let him team up with Mario and Cloud. Let Isabel fucking shoot Yozora. Donald and Goofy <laughs> meet Duck Hunt and Banjo and Kazooie. And Donald pisses them off so they all hate each other now. Riku befriends all the Fire Emblem characters since they all look the same and remind him how there are a million Rikus running around. And then Kirby just fucking kills everyone and becomes the Master of Masters. Best story for Cage 4, hands down. Amen. On them. On them. Jip214 says, Easy clap. So the data recreation of Sora that Sid made in Cage 3 is Smash Sora. After they were done, the computer with the computer, its data got deleted, but somehow ended up in the video game world of Smash. We know video game worlds exist in Kingdom Hearts because of seeing Wreck-It Ralph and Verum Rex. Because Datasaur is connected True. to Sora, he slowly regains his memories as this Datasaur becomes a part of him. Kind of like Riku, Replica, and Riku. When Sora starts to remember this, he wonders where he saw Cloud and Sephiroth, Members where he saw Cloud and Sephiroth were and how he could help could. Ah, yes. Hold on, let me read that one one more time. When Sora starts to remember this, he wonders where he saw Cloud and Sephiroth were and how he could help could. Also give Cloud? Sora a Switch exclusive <laughs> keyblade that has the Smash Balls and keychain. Do it, cowards. Edit. I literally just thought of a way better answer. Remember that scene where Sora gets mad at the computer in Radiant Garden, doesn't know where Riku and Kairi are, and then he gets put in the space paranoids? Imagine that computer take him into Smash, and he's trying okay. to find Donald okay. Goofy, but people keep attacking him, and he can't figure out why. And Jip needs an editor, dude. Dude, it would be funny. The, the like, moment where Sora's like, I'm trying to find my friends, and then, and then Mario's like, 
he's not he's not Italian. He's normal. Yeah, Mario's goes, normal now. <laughs> he goes, oh, well, what do they look like? <laughs> and he's like, well, he's got like feathers, and the other one, he, he kind of looks like a dog. Like, uh, and then Mario like looks at Duck Hunt, and Duck Hunt does like the, like, <laughs> and then and then he looks at Banjo, and <laughs> he's like. Are these your friends? Like that would be that would be a good moment. That'd, That'd be, a, be good, a good moment, especially if Mario said, turned to the camera and said, "I'm no longer Italian. I'm normal." Now. <laughs> uh, Cheery Theoden says, "Taking Smash Sword at face value, we have to assume that it either came here before meeting Donald Goofy, or it's a version of Sword that has no memories of life beyond Destiny Island." So for option one, we learn through Yedsin, Yen Sid Exposition, Yen's position, if you will, that going to Smash was one of the many weird dreams that Sora tells us he's been having lately. The reason for this dream in particular is to subliminally familiarize Sora with the Keyblade and the different types of magical clothing he'll be donning over the next few years. Maybe the Keyblade sensed Riku's desperation to leave Destiny Islands and knew Ansem was poised to take advantage of it and wanted to subtly prepare Sora as the backup. This also ties his heart to Cloud and Sephiroth, two characters that are almost always seen fighting, much like when they were they were when Sora met them in his Smash dream, which helps lead him to Traverse Town where he can meet Cloud Cloud's friends and begin his journey. As for the alternate sword idea, I don't know. I guess it's just data, but I like the subliminal keyblade training idea a lot more just because it's fun to think about. Hmm. Tyler Tylerim says, when Sora meets Riku again, just have him say, I met Mario. And Riku goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I also think it would be cool if like in some world, like I don't know if there's like a new Disney movie where somebody's name is Mario. Like, yeah, like, hi, I'm, I'm Mario. He's like, I'm Sora. He's like, wait, where have I heard that name before? And he, like, kind of, like, scratches his head. <laughs> Mario? <laughs> wait, you mean Chris Pratt? That one was for Tyler. Uh, K-Rain Gaming says, I would have it a part of the first world where you can do boss rushes early on, but it ends up being a glitch in the Matrix type deal between reality and the world of fiction. Bamboo says, Pit, what the fuck? Why can this tiny child fly better than me? He doesn't even have wings. Sora. You're a year younger than me. Fuck you. Sephiroth. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Literally everyone with less wings than Pit. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Pit is distraught, crushed, a warrior of the light, shunned by enemies and companions alike. He goes rogue, sh shedding his current form from an innocent boy and becoming what we all know he has the capability to be, Dark Pit, but edgier. Hell yeah. Without Pelutena to stop him, Pit steals some goddess's life juice in order to fly without aid. All he needs is that sweet, sweet goddess juice. Then, yeah. holy shit, it's a chaos kin. It rips a hole in the multiverse pit per pit's command, and everyone is distraught. Within the chaos realm, Pit is not only able to snatch what remnant of the cage villains he can, but he also finds his way to each and every Disney world. Oh, fuck. Encountering the one and only Mickey Mouse, Pit stops his bloody revenge-driven rage to fanboy. He likes famous people and hopes that he, too, will one day be famous. <laughs> Pit is in love with Mickey, yes, sir, till they discuss that one time Mickey left Aqua in the realm of darkness, given that Pitt also had to save a mommy from a hellish realm. He doesn't understand why the mouse wouldn't, couldn't have just grabbed her and left, but I digress. Pitt slaughters the poor king. Oh my god. Constructing the nobody known as Kickaxium. <laughs> Kickaxium. Chickslam was already taken. Kickaxium. Oh my fuck, says Kyrie. Sora, get your butt back over here before this fucker makes another uh, nominee out of what was it again? My heart and your body, my body and your heart, whatever point is, we don't need another fucking nominee walking around. So here True. comes Sora and all the Smash Roster to stop Pit. But dear God, they just aren't strong enough. Left at rock bottom, but Too worse. Too much goddess juice. Stone ass, as I like to call it. Sora is forced to use the power of waking, repeating the battle and destroying everything Pit ever was or will be. Sora must now atone for abusing the power of waking once more. His punishment? He is taking out a Smash... Thank you for reading my fanfic. Follow me on Wattpad at Bamboob. Ha ha ha. Chapter 2 coming soon. <laughs> Said like for Chapter 2. Phil Game says, It started back right when re after Recoded happened. Mickey made Chip and Dale save a copy of the datascape of Jiminy's journal without telling Sora, Riku, and the others, and has been keeping Data Sora hostage since 2010. Then when Sakurai came begging to put Sora in Smash, Mickey was like, Ha ha, sure thing! That'll only cost you a million dollars and your heart! Sakurai obliged. <laughs> Mickey gave him the data for Sora and Hollow Bastion in exchange for Sakurai separating his heart from his body. Ha ha, how stupid can this guy be? Mickey asked himself with delight. Without his heart, he'll have no way to actually put Sora in the game. Then, now holding Sakurai's heartless hostage in, a place, in place of Data Sora, Mickey about his, went about his life as normal. 
But Sakurai had another trick up his sleeve. He had a much stronger Shoot. will than Mickey had anticipated, allowing his remaining body and soul to create a higher <clears throat> form of nobody. Sakurai's nobody has been the one directing the game and giving the presentations ever since. <laughs> this may sound dark, but there is a happy ending. Datasaur's influence on Sakurai caused a new heart to form inside him with even less darkness than before, which is why Sakurai is so pure. True. That is canon. Mm -hmm. Get fucked, Mickey. <laughs> uh, Chip Cooper just simply says he got an invitation. Oh. Okay, thank you. Uh, Swirls Barkley says, so what we all don't know is the Smash World, the sleeping world that sort of travels to in between KH, DDD, and 3. While he was trying to find the Traverse... The Traverse Town, with all of his Dream Eater friends, he stumbles across all the Smash characters. Okay. As we will soon figure out in the coming months, Fortnite will be a sleep world too, since KH characters will eventually go to Fortnite. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Pegleg Hookhands says, Smash tie-in would be a full spin-off game. Since Smash has six princesses on its roster, maybe a new princess of heart. Ooh. The main story would be Ooh. assisting the Smash princesses in fending off the darkness. Kind of like the first game, but Nintendo characters instead of Disney. I'm not all caught up in KH lore, so this might not make much sense in the grand scheme of things. This would also be a corporate nightmare. No, I like it. That would be cool. a corporate nightmare, too. It would be a corporate nightmare, but I like it. The Philly Gamer says, I think it could end up being a throwaway line in a game. Basically, Sora is asleep in the crystal form. While dreaming, he thinks of all the different toys he would play with in his room, but he's actually fighting them. That's why he's young KH1 Sora. True. When Sora wakes up, thanks to Riku, if he's asked what he dreamed about, he just says something like, I kept fighting all these skilled people. It reminded me of you and Zaynor and even me, referencing his classic mode. Something silly like that would be perfect. Nice. And then finally, we have Tatsumaki answering the question of the week, ladies and gentlemen. What? Debating how I would actually tie it together, but I kind of dislike the idea of Smash being canon. But I think the best way it could be done is if it is linked with the new idea of the world of unreality and fiction and stuff. Honestly, though, I'd prefer a small nod to it rather than a full connection. Something like Sora seeing a guy in a red cap and mustache and going, that guy looks familiar. Yep, 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 like yep, that. yep. Jason, how would you tie in Sora <clears throat> to Smash lore-wise? Well, yeah, I was kind of thinking uh, similarly to like it being like when he gets crystallized, when he gets the bad ending type mm -hmm. shit. But another way I was thinking, and I'm surprised nobody said it or like brought it up, but like... Sid literally has like a copy of him, right? And that's like literally the. Someone brought that up. Yep. So who did? Um, hold on, I'm not on the right thing anymore. Um, I want to say it was Jip. That was Jip after he said Easy Clap, wasn't it? Yeah, Easy Clap. So the data recreation of Sora that Sid made in Cage Three is Smash Sword. Oh, Man. I'm just I'm just deaf. Jason, not giving Jip. Credit. Never mind, dude. Actually, you know what? Nobody said it, dude. I'm doubling down. All right, double down. <laughs> Double down on a kid. I'm doubling down when I'm clearly wrong, but <laughs> so I'm surprised nobody said it. Nobody brought it up. Nobody had the foresight to say, yo, Sid, he just never leaves that fucking room, dude. First, he was a gummy engineer sending kids into space mm -hmm. when no one else would. Mm -hmm. Now, because it's his inner child at heart, you know what I mean? Right. He's like, when I was a kid, I wanted to fly around in a gummy ship, dude. Mm -hmm. And he's still a kid at heart, so he's like, you know, thinking about when he's like, like playing with his like action figures. <laughs> he makes one do a backflip and she's like, watch this. And then yeah. fucking does a backflip. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, yo, what if I put Sora in Smash? And Sid just does it him's damn self. Um, I honestly don't have a good answer to this. I think the ideas I had, everybody else already said. I, I'm willing to give credit where it's due. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The the obviously Unlike the me. the post remind deal where he goes there after being crystallized, and then Mario frees him is really good. I like that. Also, the idea of because uh, like in the the remind like the portals you go into to fight the bosses, those are keyholes. So like, oh yeah, there's like another one. Oh yeah, that's true. What if they just open Sora's keyhole at the Garden of Assemblage, you know? Yo. Yo. And the next Smash reveal just has them opening all of them and all the Organization 13 come in, dude, and their characters. They're like, they're like Bowser Jr. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Xehanort and then like his other skins. It's like Xehanort. Sayax. 
Demics. Shion? <laughs> How do they say Larkseen? Larkseen. Okay, okay. Zemnis. <laughs> Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. <laughs> Bonitas. <laughs> he has way too many skins. Terranort. <laughs> Riku Replica. <laughs> Zigbar. Luxor. There's way too many, bro. Marluxia. <laughs> they all have like ooh names in it, so it's like. It's like. It's like when the Smash on Lucario. Like, yeah. whenever he says Lou, ooh, there's like. It just comes off very funny. Ah. Uh, they're like, Mario! But you. Mario! Like, there's, there's just like no one. <laughs> I love that. Young Xehanort. <laughs> Too funny, dude. Um, or, or even funnier, it just keeps going, Xehanort! 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 all the different ones. Xehanort! 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 Bowser Jr. <laughs> Bowser Jr. <laughs> Luigi. Like, the Smash Announcer are so funny. Dude. dude, why didn't they put Gooigi in, dude? Gooigi. Gooigi. <laughs> Yoshi, but he looks very dirty. Okay. Yeah. Don't talk about that. That's, that's disgusting. Felt ass fucking Yoshi, dude. Oh, boy. Anyway. Thank you guys all for answering the question of the week, Jason. Uh, do you have an idea for the question of the week? Two weeks from now? Um, Give me three worlds that are already not in Dark Road that you want to see in the end of Dark Road. And for extra credit, tell me why the fuck Xehanort goes there anyway. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Young Zay. Young Zay and Ericus. Kiss? Ericus? Ericus! Ericus! <laughs> Terra! Aqua! Ami! <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. He would, he would. Anyway, three, three worlds. Yeah, because we're, we're seeing that and there's new, there's that, there's gonna be new worlds they have like what a lot of people think is Beast Castle. Right. It's definitely Beast Castle. Yeah. Uh, but you can, you can make a new... you can The world can be a new Disney property if you want to. If yeah. That, that, yeah. I don't know that they're going to do that in Dark Road, but if you want to look like for it, the fences, do they, it. They might. Who knows? They might. You never know. know. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week of the Ansem Report podcast. Like I said, we will not be here next week. There will be a special little different kind of thing if you're interested in that, so check that out. And then we'll be back uh, the week after... Uh, we love and appreciate you guys. Thank you again, everybody, for coming out to the race. Thank you for just all the support you always give us. Jason and I uh, can't believe that we've done 134 episodes of this show, and we're going to continue to do more. So, And that's all thanks to you guys. So yes, thank yes. you, and uh, we will see you guys soon. Be safe. Join the Discord to see our cool cruise picks. Have fun playing Smash. Have fun playing Smash. Be good to each other. Hit them with it, Jason. May your heart... Be your guiding key. Thank you. Now fuck off.
This kind of had some Kermit energy to it. Now, fuck off, fuck man. Fuck off, man. Hey, Kermit's packing. <laughs> okay. Hey, ladies, I got something for you. <laughs> well, take a look at this. Kermit's packing. Ha- Happy National International Women's Day. Mm-hmm, yeah. Miss Picky's out of town. I'm on Omega looking for some baddies. <laughs> I saw one. The thumbnail was Frog the Bounty Hunter tries to catch some baddies, and it was Kermit, but he had glasses and a stupid wig on, looking like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Frog the Bounty Hunter on Omegle trying to catch some baddies. Like, imagine that's your fucking YouTube channel, dude. Yeah. That's all you do is you put a puppet in front of a webcam. And you talk to people and you show them a fucking cucumber with his hand. Just, <laughs> hey, look. You basically flash people with your fake penis as Kermit the Frog. Penis. Imagine that's your content. A frog puppet And penis. then imagine you're the guy sitting there watching it like me. Yeah. 